In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. I hope you're having a good day in Boston. We are still in Miami, and the sun is warm. We are being blessed, I'll tell you. I understand there's going to be a nor'easter in the east, but we're praying for you. We're praying for you. We're praying for you, Lord Jesus. Don't let anyone be hurt. Don't let anyone be hurt. Don't let anyone die. I'm reading from Isaiah 55. Verse 10 and 11, thus says the Lord, just as from the heavens, the rain and snow come down and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to be void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of God does what it says. God said, let there be light, and there was light that was before the sun. God said, let there be another luminary in the sky, and therefore the moon was created. I tell you, God's word doesn't return void. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim, make present the death of the Lord until he comes. Which death? The death at Calvary. That's why we call it a sacrifice. It's the one death at Calvary made present through the preaching of the word and through the eating of the bread and eating of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. My word does not return to me void. It does exactly what I cause it to do. You know, that's why it's important, important to know the word of God. That's why it's important to know the word of God. We were with two people who had liver cancer, and we prayed in Jesus' name that the liver cancer be completely healed by the power of the blood of the lamb, and both of them were healed. They both had stomach cancer, and we prayed, and we prayed, and it did not come about. But I know it came about with the liver. And God wants to do things to you, through you, and for you. You have to know God's word, the wonderful word of God, my word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. My word is truth. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim, make present the Lord's death until he comes. Today, today me and Father, we were reading morning prayer. One of the prayer was the quote in the Bible, Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. So we ask the Lord, 
Yes, Lord, let our joy be full. And me and Father, we've been laughing all morning. You see, his word never returns void. Why don't you ask right now for the Lord to make your joy full? He's so good. So, Father, we just ask even over this broadcast for you release the glory of God. Jesus, you're the healer. We ask you to heal broken hearts. Heal someone who, there's people right now, you've been going through migraines, even had a hard time sleeping right now. Right now, I see the Lord is bringing relief to your migraines. Be healed in Jesus' name. When you know the authority you carry in Jesus by reading his word, by understanding what what Jesus did on this earth, read a little of the Gospels today. Jesus went out there. He healed the sick. He gave liberty to the captive. He set those in bondage free. First, Jesus, he wants to set you free. And he wants you to go and set other people free. He wants you to carry joy because he wants what you to hold to be infectious to others. He wants he wants what you, he wants other people to look at you and see you so full of joy, so full of heaven, so full of the light of Christ that they want what you have. And it's just about opening your heart to Jesus, opening your life to Jesus, opening your spirit to Jesus. There's nothing within you that Jesus doesn't know. There's no pain. There's no anxiety. And he just is saying, my son, my daughter, just give it to me so I can can give it back to you with the rivers of my glory flowing in you and through you and for you. St. Paul tells us the way he was going to get the Jewish people to believe He said, I'm going to make them jealous. I'm going to make them jealous of what I have. And if they see my jealousy, maybe they'll join me in giving their life to Jesus. What about you? Do you make people jealous? I remember going to a prayer meeting, and I saw this young man who opened the prayer meeting. I said, I want what he has. I was jealous. And you know what? I got it. I got what he had. I want what he has. What about you? Are you making people jealous? I want what you have. What do you have? It's not a what, it's a who. It's Jesus through the Holy Spirit. You should know that people want what you have if you're really living the grace of God in Christ Jesus. Are you living that grace of God in Christ Jesus? Or have you kind of turned away? It's time to turn back in the name of Jesus. Where people say, I want what you have. When I was with the seminarians like Tamru, Father Matt, now he's a priest. Tamru is a priest. They said, we want what Father Tom has. And guess what? They got it. They got it. What does Father Tom have? The gift of the Holy Spirit working mightily in his life. This is just so simple. Are you able to make people jealous? I want what you have. Are you just say, well, you know? No, you don't know at all. The Word of God does not return void. It does what it says. Do people get jealous because of your walk with Christ? That's what should be happening. 
Yeah, we know in the book of James it says you, we don't have because we don't ask. The Lord right now, he wants you to ask that your joy may be full. So just ask him, Lord, let my joy be full, because he'll fill your joy. The Lord is waiting on us, and it's just about being available to God. Are we available to him? After I get off this broadcast, I think I'm going to go to the University of Miami, just go on campus, maybe have a coffee and tell the Lord I'm available. And who knows what will happen. But the thing is, is God wants to do mighty work through you, and he wants your life with Jesus to be exciting. That 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 is the biggest thing, that Jesus has excitement for you, and he wants your life to be exciting. And he wants your, and he wants people to be excited when they see you. If you're not living an exciting life with the Lord, you're not living in the fullness of what he has for you. This isn't to condemn you. This is to just say, the Lord has more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine for you. You know, it's fun to be available to the Lord. You know, we know that our flesh wars with the Spirit. So that's why during Lent we do things like fast. But another another sacrifice is to get out of our comfort zone. That in our flesh, the Lord might be telling us to go speak to someone. And you know what? You might not even know what you're going to say. You might feel uncomfortable doing it. But the but the Lord, and he says that as you go forward, I'll give you the words. So as you go forward and you just say to someone, hey, the Lord has something to tell you, like in Luke twelve twelve, he says, I'll put the words in your mouth. And you just start speaking because, you know, Jesus, he lives within you. You ask Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. That means Jesus resides within you. And when we live this sacrifice life to Jesus and we offer our body and our life as a holocaust to the Lord, it becomes no longer I who live, but Christ Jesus who lives through you. When you open your mouth to speak, and you turn off your mind so that the Spirit of the Lord is speaking through you. It's no longer you who's speaking, but it's just Jesus using your mouth, using your hands to pray, using, using your body, because you are a temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So you're just, a, you're just a created to hold God's glory, to hold God's Spirit, to let God's Spirit reside in you and to release heaven through you you know it's just in obedience we show god we love him by being obedient to him and in the old covenant covenant the jewish people were obedient to the law but we're living in this day and age by a far greater covenant we live by grace so we get to be obedient to what the holy spirit is giving us an inkling to do what the Holy Spirit is blowing on our lives to do. It might not be an audible voice. It may just be just a little, it's a knowing. You might just have a knowing that, okay, maybe the Lord wants me to go to the grocery store right now. And yes, like it could be in the flesh that you need food and you need a couple things from there. But the Lord always has divine appointments for you. And he might just be pushing you in there because there's someone he wants you to touch. There's someone he wants you to give a word to. But we just, God wants you to be attentive to him, attentive to his spirit, attentive to his life, attentive to his son. 
And when we're attentive to God and we magnify God and we think upon God, then God, Jesus, he magnifies himself in your life. And God wants to be magnified in you, through you, and for you. Availability. Lord, I'm available for you today. Availability. That's when things happen. Giving God permission. I give you permission to do whatever you want to do today. These are the things that we need to tell the Lord. And when these things happen, God works through us. I'll never forget the time when I was a deacon and uh, I was preaching uh, in Salem, St. Teresa's Church. It's closed now. But I remember there was a priest's alb hanging down from a pipe. And the Lord said to me, someone here is going to commit suicide. Speak to it. Now, I, I had never received a word like that, but I had to speak to it. Because if I was wrong, at least I'd be wrong. But if I was right, we'd save a person's life. And so I preached about life, that God had a plan for our life. It was filled with hope. It was filled with life. And that God wanted to do something in us, and we did not have to do something evil to our bodies. And I kept on preaching and preaching and preaching until I was finished. And then a couple of days later, a lady calls me up, and she says to me, I had the pills already. I said to the Lord, this is your last chance. And you spoke about not committing suicide. I said, my Lord, isn't that wonderful? God spoke to me through that alb. It looked like someone from the And that woman became the CCD coordinator in a church. You see, these are the things that God does, making people feel jealous because I want what you have. What do you have? Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's what you have. That's who you have. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do you know that today? Today. When's the last time you prayed with the person? Because they were needy and poor. I remember at the days of glory, I had the thought, all these old people are coming to me. And it was a negative thought. And with that, a lady came, and her hands were filled with oil. And I said, oh, God, forgive me. Forgive me for not wanting to pray with the people that are old. Forgive me, Lord. I was wrong, completely wrong. And the woman who had oil in her hand, she was old. And I just said, repent. I repent, Lord. I repent. I shouldn't have even thought that. And I wasn't only thinking it. I was saying it into myself that I, I was tired of praying with old people until this lady comes with oil in her hands. God knows exactly what we need right when we need it. That was a God moment. And we just want to be attentive in them. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
Christ is in you. We are created to just house the Lord, create and harvest the intimacy of God. Understand that Jesus Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit, the power of God, resides within you. The Father's heart is beating in your heart right now. Put your hand on your heart and just feel the Father's heart beating in your heart. Jesus Christ, the Son, he's flowing through your blood, and he's giving and he's thinking in your brain. That's why we say we have the Father's heart. We have the mind of Christ. And the Holy Spirit, the Ruhadesh of God, it's breathing in your breathing. Breathe. And you're breathing in the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit breathing in you. And the Holy Spirit, he goes back into our memories and he heals our memories. He takes Jesus into our memories and he and he sets us free. You know, the whole the whole world, the whole atmosphere of heaven is already within you. And we have the privilege on some days to give the dominion of our lives to the Lord. That we say, Lord, we have the privilege today that you chose us and you want to use us. How wonderful is that, that the same God who created this earth, every cloud in the sky, every drop of water in the ocean, He's made him he the all has come into the nothing because we are nothing. He resides within us. And he wants to use you, but he wants to fill you. You are filled with the love. You know, it's in the revelation that we don't pray for an open heaven. We're walking under an open heaven. That God when Jesus died, he ascended to the Father and he opened heaven over this world, but he opened heaven over your life. And now you are more than a conqueror. You have the kingdom of God residing within you. You have not chosen God. You have been chosen. But it's an, accept, an understanding who we are in Christ, I, our understanding our identity, that we have the power of God coursing through our veins. You have the power of God coursing through your veins. And we got to just let go of all these thoughts, our mind is what where the battle takes place. The enemy, he, he can give us thoughts. He can't hear our thoughts, but he, he puts thoughts in our heads. He's been studying us our whole lives. He knows where our weaknesses and our strongholds are. But the Lord, we just, who the sun sets free is free indeed. The Lord just wants to set you free today. He wants you to let go of all these lies that you believe for far too long. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. That means the Lord, he knows your future and he has a future for you. And the whole thing is, is when we try to control our future, it becomes hard. But when you let the Holy Spirit just blow on your life and you just say, Lord, it doesn't matter. Like I'm present to you right here, right now. I thank you that you have me tuning on this radio so I can hear the word of God. I thank you today for the snow. I thank you today that you have a plan to draw me closer to you. That moment by moment, second by second, we're being conformed into the image of God. That you have the power of Christ. 
feel the power of Christ in you right now. And sometimes we look at the world and we think we just try to find things that are going to make us happy. Well, when my daughter is healed, well, when my son is nicer or gets married or when my friend gets this car or when I have this house, no, that doesn't make you happy. What makes you happy is you have the Holy Spirit. You have everything you need for happiness in life within you. And when we're attentive to God within us, Jesus Christ, the hope of glory in you, he becomes magnified in you. He wants to magnify himself in you, and we become happy. So today, ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. Lord, I ask that my joy may be full, that Father Tom's joy may be full, that everyone who's listening, let their joy be full as it is in heaven on earth. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, yes, how we need the joy of the Lord. How we need to know experientially the joy of the Lord. I I could tell you another story. It was very interesting. There was a woman when I was a deacon. She asked me to bless water. And so I blessed water. And she was going to put it in the refrigerator uh, for her husband to drink because she wanted to change her husband. Well, anyway, several days later, she asked her husband, have you been drinking that water in the refrigerator? He said, no, I've been giving it to the dog. And the dog stopped howling. This is real. These are the things that are real that we can do in the name of Jesus. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we only need a little bit of faith, the faith of a mustard seed. And things happen. Things happen. And we want to see things happen because that's our excitement. When God touches people, there's no greater excitement when God touches people. Maria, yesterday, Uh, two days ago, got a word from God to go to her ex-brother-in-law's house who was very sick in the hospital. And so she called and asked if she could come. And she went, and the man accepted Jesus Christ in his life. He gave his life to Jesus. How exciting is that? Here's a man that's maybe dying. She prayed for healing, and God knows how to heal. Here's a man who's sick, gave his life to Jesus. He didn't know Jesus from a cord of wood before. But you see, that's excitement. That's wonderful. I want that. I want what she has more. I want to do those things. I need to do those things. This is God's will for me. I'm on the radio by God's grace, and we speak to people that only God knows, people in their car or people in their home or people walking. You see, I have no idea who I'm speaking to, but I'm speaking to you. I never think of multitudes. I think that I'm speaking only to you because you are worth the blood of Christ. So today, this broadcast was for you. 
Today, the Lord created this earth as if you were the only person on it, because God wants to fill you with his glory and his grace and his kingdom. But then so you can multiply what God has given you. If you're a Christian, that means little Christ. That means everything Jesus did, we are called to do and greater things. But that also means that the peace that Jesus walked in, he wants to give to you today. The power that Jesus walked in, he wants to give to you today by his Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus, he had a lot of crazy situations in his life, but he never left a place of peace because he was constantly connected to the Father. He knew that the he knew that he was a son, and when you receive Jesus, you've been you've been adopted to sonship in the kingdom of God. That there's nothing that you can do that will make you fall out of the love and the goodness of God. So, Father, I pray right now that you pour out the love of the Father upon everyone listening. I pray that the grace coming from heaven just flows flows into your life today, that you will be able to grow in intimacy. The first ministry with Jesus is intimacy with him. That every gate of reception, you'll open to God so that his light can flood into you. That any darkness that's in you, all you got to do is expose it to the light. Because when you turn a light on a dark room, the light doesn't fight with the darkness. It just overwhelms it. So, Father, in Jesus' name, let the light of Christ today overwhelm any darkness in this world, in your life, and just you go deeper into the kingdom. The light of Christ, the light of Christ has come into this world. The light of Christ has come into this world. Be filled with the light of God. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.